0: All-American hash pound two pure beef patties, lettuce, tomatoes. Or... Singles going.
1: Steady, the podcast dedicated to exploring great singles with a particular eye to the punk, new wave, and DIY eras of the last century. I'm Adrian Madoc.
0: And I'm Steve McGowan. We are in a band, The Beef People. We released a single in 1986 on our own label on Zub Records. We are record collectors and passionate about the expression of pop music perfection that is the single recording. Exploring the mystery of what makes for a great single is what propelled us to begin this podcast.
1: And what number are we up to to today?
0: We're at Singles going Steady 057. We're going steady with the Australian band Midnight Oil.
1: Ah, so there are other continents other than North America and, you know, that little patch of land off Europe, right? We're
0: finally uh, busting out of uh, Britain and the U.S. to... uh, Get a band from somewhere else, and uh, this song is from their album "Beds." Uh, uh, not, <laughs> not it's not "Beds Are Burning." Right from the album it's from "Diesel and Dust." The same album Dust.
1: that "Beds Are Burning" is But from. it's not
0: that song. That the, the one song that had a little bit of radio play was "Beds Are Burning." But we're going to talk about a song called "The Dead Heart," which is a fabulous single, and um, uh, it, it's a a beautifully done piece of music about a very ugly. Topic. Right.
1: right. Background talking about the loss Mm
0: -hmm. of
1: land, family, and and of culture of the Aboriginal people of Australia. Right. And um, to an incredibly um, moving, uh, poetic, lyrical piece of music that you can sing along to and dance to. I Mm -hmm. mean, it's uplifting and it's life affirming.
0: Okay. So we're going to get into the politics and about Midnight Oil. And all that, but let's listen to the single right now. It's from 1987 from the Diesel and Dust Record. It's Midnight Oil with the Dead Heart.
1: Getting into sort of the political background, we sort of have to um, uh, talk about the uh, the, the six-foot-six yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, focus uh, of attention in the room, and that's Peter Garrett, the singer.
0: The giant frontman from the Midnight Oil. The giant
1: frontman, and uh, you know, despite this being an incredibly proficient musical band, mm-hmm. you know, uh, the musicianship is, is stellar. Bar but, none. Um, as a frontman and as a singer, Peter Garrett was just... Um,
0: and is. And, and is. <laughs> yeah.
1: uh, just uh, uh, stealing focus, your uh-huh. all eyes go to. Right, right. And, um, you know, uh, very unique presence on stage, mm-hmm. very... Um, the way he moves, yes. um, it, it's uh, sui so generis. Yeah. He's one of a kind.
0: You can't you can't take your eyes off of him when they're playing live,
1: right? And uh, he, you've know. seen him more than I have, right. but it's he's just you know. I was saying mm-hmm. the band could be nude and you would never right, notice right. because and, you, you can't take your eyes off. And
0: him. he's got such a distinctive voice too. It's not a traditional singing voice. It's it's kind of reedy and kind of strident. But it works. It works it for what they're doing, you yeah. know. And the guys singing backup kind of sweeten that up a little bit. And, yeah. Um, um, I love the way this song, um, you know, it's got just a beautiful melody. And then at the end, they kind of sneak in before you're even realizing it. There's horns and then there's some strings. Right, it builds. And there's bells. And it's just, it's like an elegy. It's it's really something, yeah. yes. Yeah. Um. Really fantastic.
1: But a hopeful elegy,
0: Yes, right? mm-hmm. So Midnight Oil, a very political band. Uh, one of the things we uh, we like about them is uh, they wear their political heart on their sleeve, right. for sure. Um, they've always been um, standing up for Australian causes, for aboriginal rights. Um, this whole record, uh, Diesel and Dust, is a concept record about the struggles of the aboriginal people in Australia, and the wrongs that have been done to them, uh, the the band went on a tour across the the reservations, basically, in the Aboriginal territories in in uh, Australia, which is a a very large continent. <laughs> Right. Um, and um,
1: yeah, if you know Australia, you've got sort of like yeah. the green ring around the right, edges, right. And this massive desert <laughs> they in were, the middle. They were into where, the outback, right. where
0: where everything is, and they went on this long tour, and then they wrote this record. And uh, uh, the dead heart is one of the one of the real uh, diamonds yeah, on the absolutely. record. You know, talking about how the people felt when the white man came and took everything.
1: Yeah, and, and part of that, you know, they actually removed, there was forcible removal of children yes. from families, mm-hmm. um, known as the stolen generation, mm-hmm. and, but it went over many generations right. for decades. Um, up to a third of Aboriginal children were removed from their families of origin, taken right. away in, a, in an attempt to. Yeah. Um,
0: whitenize them or whatever to to, to, (laughs) To use a um, word that doesn't exist
1: cultural genocide essentially and this is sadly not unknown Mm -hmm. Um, it was done here, it still is done here
0: and And in Canada
1: Yeah, I I was thinking about uh, Mm -hmm. Jim Thorpe, the the Olympic athlete Mm -hmm. who um, came out of the Indian Residential School, the Mm Carlisle, what is it, Carlisle Indian School Mm -hmm. in Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania. even though he was from Oklahoma.
0: Right. (laughs) um,
1: You know, transported um, states away and, you know, basically exploited as an Mm -hmm. athlete. Right. Um, You know, so, you know, this is a story that's sadly not Mm -hmm. Uh, not only of the Australian colonial experience, but certainly of uh, not just America as a colony, but America as a colonizer of right. our native people. Absolutely. And, you know, Canada's dealing with this now with its First Nations. Yes. And, you know, they're they're still dealing with uh, mm-hmm. f- removal of children up until the 80s.
0: Dealing with the stealing.
1: Dealing with the stealing. Oh, yes.
0: Mm-hmm. So... We were discussing this uh, before we uh, started recording, and it, it goes back to that Hamilton lyric.
1: Yeah. Who lives, who dies, who, who tells, tells your story. story.
0: And and Midnight Oil got a fair amount of flack for, let's face it, you know, you've got five white Australian guys, the, the descendants of the colonizer, telling the story of the colonized.
1: On a commercial recording. Right.
0: Th- that makes money, you know, right. and... Uh, it, I believe that their hearts are in the right places. Um, I know that they donated all the royalties from this song to Aboriginal causes. And but, you know, there is that question.
1: Well, you know, it, and it's sort of beyond us to settle the question with, right. with you know, what's your responsibility when you have right. privilege? And what but, was
0: what was your meaning? You know, what were you really getting at? Right. Get again? right. Yeah. And
1: certainly when you benefit mm-hmm. You know, they were using their positions of privilege to right. tell a story that was not being told. No, an unpopular
0: you know, story. Right. Right. And, mm-hmm. and
1: and one that's hard to face. Right. And so kudos for that. You yes. there You've got that underlying problem mm-hmm. with what, you know, mm-hmm. how uh, you're privileged to be able to tell that story. Right. Um, shouldn't you use your mm-hmm. pri- privilege to bring in others to tell their own story? And right. they, I mean, they did travel yes. with, with an Aboriginal m- band, right?
0: Right. Not and
1: as part of Midnight Oil, but on the same bill.
0: Yeah, and they wanted they wanted to have Aboriginal bands on the bills with them pretty much everywhere they played when the, when they got bigger, and that some success with that, some not. Um, it's a you know, it's not for us to say what people's motives are. It's just for us to listen to the music and,
1: well, I, you know. Yeah, I, I, I think those are questions that you, you need to ask. Yeah,
0: I mean. uh, yeah, but I don't think we can answer them. No, <laughs> but you
1: need, it's important to ask, yes. and, and the answers uh, but it, I, you it, know, I, are not to be found necessarily. I believe
0: that their heart is in the right place, having seen them num- numerous times. No. And, yeah, they, and they, they having are, they, listened to the music incessantly, the music moves me in a way that a right, lot a lot of other right. rock and roll music does not um i no. mean you you can put the dead heart on and i'll start crying sometimes right, you know right. it's it's it's, it's, it's like that right. you know um yeah to uh,
1: harness uh, to harness the 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 goodwill and your power right to raise consciousness
0: the power and the passion as they say yeah mm-hmm. yeah
1: um so kudos to them and, and of course peter garrett mm-hmm. um had a long political career right. and um <laughs> some Actually, political success and some po- political um,
0: Went to uh, the Australian parliament. Yeah, Right. Mm-hmm. So
1: uh, Australian government, mm-hmm. uh, he was a shadow cabinet minister right. and mm-hmm. – um, and received a great deal of criticism for being seen as a turncoat. Right. Um, I guess that that's the problem with, with being a purist. Right. Is anything that, that's real-world politics is necessarily going to be a compromise?
0: Yeah, I'm going to talk about his book in a little bit. Okay. And uh, basically he was getting it from all sides. Right, you know, right. he wasn't liberal enough. He was working for the man. He was— changing his positions you know everybody had a say about the famous rock star who was now in parliament you know he couldn't win for losing you know yeah. and, um,
1: um you know when we our big rock stars don't go into politics right you know we we get except the, for
0: kid rock of course <laughs> and
1: mm-hmm. i guess kid rock's abandoned but yeah you know we get our uh,
0: i call him bob
1: our c-level act uh, actors right um yeah you know the the bonzo v- <laughs> <right>? <laughs> yeah
0: Anyway, now, not to get too far off the point, um, we you and I saw Midnight Oil on this tour. Yes. And um, I have told many people, I've, I've seen Midnight Oil probably five times, and every time I've seen them, I likened it to a religious experience. Yeah. It's, I mean, I, I felt like I was floating like a in revival. the air. Yeah. It's like a revival. Yeah, it's just... They are maybe the best band I've ever seen. They're live. preachers. They're yeah. preachers, and they 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 are showing you the way. You know, um, the music is so uplifting and so rocking and so you know, it, it, it just carries you moving, away. Moving. Yes, you know, you you, you want to go testify when yeah. when they're when they're playing, and uh, that I've seen a lot of bands and. Uh, I have to say that they are among the best, among the finest, and I was really excited to see that they would gotten back together recently. I did not get to go see them um, on this tour. Um, Atlanta sold out in like two minutes, but uh, some of my friends went up to see them in Cleveland wow. and said they were just unbelievable as usual.
1: Well, it's a, it's a pilgrimage band. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they definitely mm-hmm. deserve...
0: You go to the mountain. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> exactly. And and of course, Peter Garrett. You know, I guess his most important political mm-hmm. um, viewpoint is is environmentalism, right? Because
0: mm-hmm. he's a surfer. Uh, <laughs> yes, believe it or not, <laughs> I don't know how they found a surfboard I was that say, big. How do you yeah. get a surfboard long enough <laughs> yeah. to,
1: to balance out his? I light. know,
0: I know, he's gigantic. But uh, uh, one of the best things that I ever saw was at the, the the first Midnight Oil show. The roadie came out to get his mic stand. And he kind of, you know, was setting it up to the height where he would sing. And he put that mic up, and it was obviously a specially built mic stand, because it just went up and up and up and up and up. <laughs> yeah. And by the time he had it set up, it Throw was twice as <laughs> it was twice as tall as the road he was. And it was just like, is Frankenstein coming out? And it, it kind of was. Uh, it was. It was just like, wow, that guy's tall. And uh, uh, their drummer, Rob, is just amazing, too. I mean, the whole band is is, is really something. Um we love Midnight Oil. They put out a lot of records. Um, I can't think of a bad one. Um,
1: and, you know, we were talking about it being, um, I was mentioning preacher, but you're not yeah. being preached at. This is no. It's not...
0: It's inclusive. It's inclusive. Right. It, it, mm-hmm. It's
1: embracing and it's, it's um, but moving. There, there's lessons that, to
0: be learned, though, if you pay exactly. attention. Because, I mean, m- most of us don't know a whole lot about what's going on in Australia, let's face it. You know, I mean... We're just scratching the surface, and uh, uh, but it's it's remarkably similar to what's what has gone on here, or and is it going on here, and uh, it's good to get a different perspective, and also the way they filtered the music. They're one of those bands that came up through the Australian pub scene, which is, as you imagine, would be very rough and rowdy, and um, you know you have to deliver good music, right. and or you'll get your head bashed in, you know. Uh the same circuit that A C D C came up on, you know, believe it or not. And um, you know, you learn how to play and you you you, you hone your craft and they did that and uh we're all lucky to have the records now that that uh, they put out. Um ten nine eight is an amazing record, you know, um uh Beds are burning is just excellent. Earth and sun and moon. Is a great record. You know, I if you don't have any Midnight Oil albums, you should check them out. I really I really think so. And it's so.
1: not like homework. We made it no. sound like, oh, you're gonna learn about environmentalism <laughs> yeah. you're gonna learn about children yeah. being ripped from the bosoms yeah. of their home and but if you sent if you school. listen if
0: you listen to that song, you know, that's that's a beautiful song. It's just yeah, and it's it catchy, it sticks in your head. Um, can you hear anybody covering Midnight Oil? This is a toughie for me
1: hey you know since we keep our rules are yes like right, living dead imaginary mm-hmm. fictional maybe the native american band Redbone.
0: oh right okay that would work that would that would fit tick all the boxes exactly i would yeah okay yeah, and go let's, back in time. let's go with that one
1: and the, and and the, certainly they had that that mm-hmm. a little bit of power pop edge them yes. that mm-hmm. i could hear
0: yeah good
1: come and get your love yeah dead heart
0: good good for you um do you have a recommendation today?
1: Oh, recommendation. I'm going to be thinking about while you're okay. telling me yours. Well,
0: um, I kind of mentioned earlier, I did read the Peter Hart Peter Garrett um, memoir, which is, is pretty hard to find, I think. I think it was only released in Australia. It's called Big Blue Sky. It's kind of a um, recommendation with my fingers crossed. Uh, if you're really into midnight oil, you might want to check it out. But the book is the rock part of it is very dull. Um we went <laughs> we went here, we played here. It's obviously the the Midnight Old Guys were so nice and so cool. You know, there was no hijinks, there was the no TVs going no, out the window. No, nothing like that. You know, they and uh basically there's a long section of the book where he becomes a becomes a member of Parliament and it's basically his apologia, you know, explaining why I did this, why they hated me for doing this, <laughs> why why I had to do this. Why they hated me. But yeah, he's he's definitely trying to prove a point and it's a little it's a little sad. Um and there's a lot of inside baseball as far as uh Australian politics. It's a little hard to follow. So that's um my sort of Star-crossed recommendation, you know. Maybe don't read that book if you're, <laughs> if you're, you know. That that might be my recommendation. Don't don't spend fifty dollars for it if you, even if you're a big fan, because it's just, I think you'd be disappointed. But if you're a, a super super fan like I am, you might get something out of it.
1: Yeah, and I guess my recommendation is uh, maybe do a little reading on some of this cultural genocide. Yes. You know, that doesn't mm-hmm. sound like a cheerful one, but no. sort of to be, a, you know, a responsible mm-hmm. uh, member of...
0: There's always bury my heart yeah, at wounded knee. Right. You know, oh. go back to the original.
1: Um, Yeah, there's that. Yeah. Um, but the, the 60 scoop of, of Native children mm-hmm. yes. in in Canada, mm-hmm. the Carlisle Indian School here in the United States, um, the, this sort of Method of trying to kill native society by, mm-hmm. um, by um, assimilation.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, as, he, as they say in the song, we carry in our heart the true country and that cannot be stolen. Couldn't put it any better. Uh, this has been Singles Going Steady 057, Midnight Oil, The Dead Heart, and I hope we will talk with you soon. Right. Bye now. Zub records. records,
1: smart, smart sounds, sounds for sharp people. people.
0: Today.